Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host, Kevin Fitzpatrick. This show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of One Visit Away. I'm recording this uh, the night of December 30th, so trying to get this out on the last day of the year. Yeah, let me start with just kind of a quick recap of of the year. Pretty cool to see uh, the podcast continue to grow, even though I uh, I did a full year of every week uploading a new episode, and then once I hit that point, uh, you know, made it less of a priority. But even though I uh, missed a lot of weeks, even a month or two <laughs> here and there of no new uploads. Uh, the podcast still kept growing and getting spread around. So we've, let's see, just over 20,000 downloads on the podcast. Let's see locations. Yeah, we've now had downloads in all 50 states in the U.S. Um, here's the cool part. Crazy numbers internationally. Um yeah, the podcast has been downloaded in 44 different countries, uh, which is nuts. I mean, including like we've got almost 200 downloads in Germany, 653 in Australia, 135 in the UK, 71 in New Zealand. Uh, man, and some crazy things. We've had one person listen in Iceland, Jamaica, Finland, Austria, Colombia, Gambia, pretty neat just uh seeing that if you are somebody from one of these uh unique countries that i wouldn't expect a lot of people would be listening to the podcast from let me know i'd love to hear about uh why you why you've checked it out and uh what you think but uh yeah so that's pretty cool um 2022 i'm gonna be focusing more on the podcast. My goal is to be back to, you know, pretty close to once a week uploads. We'll see how it goes. But part of the reason for that is 2022 is going to be the first year that I have paid products. I'll be talking more about that on the podcast. But really just my, you know, my, I mean, more than 95% of my income at this point comes from my coaching clients that I work with, you know, training leaders of nonprofits how to do major gift fundraising uh, extraordinarily well. But I've just had so much demand from people that want information, but I don't really have the time to work with everybody. So there's going to be some paid products products in 2022. But additionally, I want to make, I want my paid stuff to be, you know, best in the world kind of thing for sure. But additionally, I want to make the best, I want my free information to be better than anyone else's paid content. So I'm going to be doing some pretty cool things earlier in early in 2022 uh, with some video stuff. uh, That's just going to be free information that's like super high value to help you schedule more visits and close more gifts. And uh, so, yeah, you'll be seeing more of that. Hear me talk about it on the podcast where you can get more information about that. But that will be coming in 2022. Anyway, let's start with a story. Uh, yeah, man, this... <laughs> so I don't even I don't even know. I was thinking about this story 
recently, and there's so many different things I could tell you about about this person, but I'll I'll give just a few highlights. So, uh, the organization I was working with uh, several years ago, um, someone else on the team got a visit scheduled with someone who was extraordinarily wealthy. You know, like buildings named after him. Uh, there were just uh, several indicators that this person was enormously wealthy. And so we wind up, we wind up going on this visit. I'm going as kind of like the plus one, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't schedule it. I didn't have the relationship at all. I was just along for the ride. So I, I go there to this visit and we wound up, uh, going to breakfast at McDonald's, uh, because as we've discussed earlier, I think in some of my LinkedIn posts, uh, there, there's a trend between extremely wealthy people and loving McDonald's. So we go to McDonald's for breakfast and this guy, uh, just wanted to tell stories for hours. I mean, he wanted to tell his just entire, uh, story of his, his business. Really, really, he was just focusing on his business and this guy wound up building a multi-hundred million dollar company uh, that he started with in his garage. And, you know, this was over the course of like 50 years or so. And he winds up just telling like all these different crazy uh, obstacles they went through and, uh, you know, how they got it to the point that they did and then and then selling it. And... Uh, I don't know. You, you just see the this guy was so proud of these accomplishments, as as he should be, from just the incredible uh, hard work that he put into it. But um, for the kind of development part of the story, this guy wanted to focus so much on. He just wanted to share these stories, and so he's telling all these stories, and then eventually, it's been like two hours, and I don't remember how it happened, but somebody, it, it was, <laughs> we were kind of winding winding down on time, and the person I was with, who, you know, I, I was sort of their guest at this visit, um, like forcibly interrupted this guy, who just wanted to keep telling telling his story, and and was trying to like, you know, steer the conversation into we have to talk about a gift right now and just like you know overpowered the guy started talking about giving it was clearly a very uncomfortable experience for this gentleman who i'll call bob as i call everyone and you know bob was just so uncomfortable and the person that i was with just kept like you know like had i guess felt compelled that i must ask this person for a gift and so asks him for a gift and it was just really uncomfortable. And then, uh, yeah, they did not respond well. The visit just kind of ended in this super awkward, like, uh, I don't want to consider that at all. And now I'm not telling the story anymore that I was super excited about. And it was just super awkward. So we all kind of parted ways. And then, uh, without going into... <laughs> too many details i wound up sort of inheriting uh this relationship i was i was now the uh you know whatever you want to call it the primary solicitor the prospect manager whatever terminology you want to use this person was now in my portfolio so i decided to go on this visit i schedule a visit with this guy with bob and this time we go to a very nice restaurant cracker barrel 
And for those of you who aren't familiar, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I grew up in New Orleans and now live in, in Dallas. So uh, Cracker Barrel is a, a common, uh, you know, breakfast and lunch chain in the South. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we go to Cracker Barrel. And again, this guy just wants to tell stories. So I'm just like, I'm just going to listen to this guy for forever, however long it takes. And, you know, we wind up, we wind up talking for like, it was at least three hours. And then I scheduled another visit with him. That one went for like four hours. And, and, you know, kind of what my theory was, and I think was true is this guy, this guy lived a very long life and had done a lot of cool things and he liked talking about it. And so I was just like, I'm just going to let this guy say everything he wants to say before I start talking about a gift. And eventually, you know, he, he finished <laughs> telling me all about life and all the things he wanted to share. And then we were able to naturally, you know, go into a conversation. And I just, I just asked him, you know, I, it wasn't a typical visit where I would ask a lot of the normal questions I would to kind of determine someone's capacity. And so I didn't really know a ton, even though this guy was telling me so much, I, I really had no idea what to ask him for. And so he was, he, you know, we talked about the organization and he, he was interested and, you know, I asked him like, is this the type of organization you could see yourself being excited to give a gift to? And he said, yeah. And so I just asked him, I was like, what is a, what is a significant like first time gift look like for you? And he said about $25,000. So I asked him for a $25,000 gift and he wound up saying yes to that. But, uh, that's so really just kind of a, a takeaway there um, is don't feel like you have to ask for the gift. If you ever feel like you are being forced into it, uh, don't do it because you're just going to make it awkward <laughs> for everybody. Uh, like take your time and make sure you're there to serve that person. Whether that means, you know, sometimes that means listening to somebody for hours. Um, other times that means someone just tells you like, Hey, I only got five minutes. What you got? And you got to get right down to the point. But in this instance, that's what that guy wanted. And anyway, and I mean, <laughs> I love spending all this time with him because he had incredible stories. And one of the stories he shared with me is what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> and this guy was adamant that he was like, he was like everything he's, <laughs> he would, he just believed that, uh, his life had sort of been uh, ordained to be successful. And he and this was very much a reason that he felt compelled to do a lot of giving. And this guy had done some serious, um, you know, seven-figure giving, um, huge gifts of varying kinds and really involved in a lot of different organizations. I'll just leave it at that. But really generous guy. And he's telling me about how he owned a property. Um, it was like, you know, a piece of rural property. And sort of the, the way it worked out is he like, <laughs> he owned, uh, if, if you can imagine, I guess, a, how do you even describe it? If you can imagine like a, a square with four quadrants um, almost, he, he was telling me like he kind of owned like the top right and the bottom left quadrant. And there was a little bit of, of land kind of where they met that like separated the two. 
that that he didn't own. And so there was this little like channel of land, sort of, uh, if I remember this correctly, that um, that he didn't own. And so uh, somehow there was a a real estate agent who uh, knew that Bob owned this land, and he found out that another piece of land that you know, encompassed that little sliver that passed between the two properties um, was was for sale. And, and he called up Bob and he was like, hey, Bob, I really think you should buy this this piece of property. And Bob's like, no, like, I, wh- why would I want that? I don't want it. He's like, I already don't use the other property <laughs> enough. It's like, I don't even know why I bought that place in the first place. And so he's like, no, I don't want it. And... And the realtor is just insistent. He's like, no, you gotta buy this. And I don't, I don't know why he was so persistent, but this realtor like calls him up like every, you know, every week for, for months trying to get him to buy this thing. And Bob's just like, I, I don't want the thing. And you know, the, the property is several hours away from where Bob lives. And I think the realtor lived in that area as well. And so the next time the realtor gets in touch with Bob, he doesn't call him. He drives to his office hours away and <laughs> and he goes into his office and he just says, Bob, you really need to buy this property and I'm not leaving your office until you do. And <laughs> I don't know how in the world he convinced him to, but this realtor convinces Bob you get to buy this property. So Bob's like, fine, whatever. Like, I'll buy it. Just, just get out of here. So he... <laughs> He agrees to buy this property. Now, uh, months or maybe a year later or so, Bob finds out that so so in this little you know square that I'm talking about where he owns the top right, the bottom left, but not the sliver in the middle little section of land. Oil had been found in, I don't know, maybe like the the bottom right quadrant. It was one of the quadrants that Bob did not own, okay? But they wanted, for whatever reason, they needed to pipe that oil over to another area. And it just so happened that it had to go through that little sliver that Bob had just bought. <laughs> Now, here's the thing. Apparently, you know, you you can't just, uh, you know, send a pipe under somebody's property without their permission. And if you're going to do it, there's like, you know, typically some kind of fee involved. And this was a lot of oil. It wasn't some inconsequential amount. And so they came to this, this structure, this, uh, I, I think Bob said he paid like, I think it was like a hundred he paid around a hundred thousand dollars for this piece of property that this realtor wanted wanted him to buy, and the deal that he came up with with these people that bought the oil was they were gonna pay him. I think it was it was like over a hundred thousand dollars a year, like for as long as the oil was flowing, and it's been flowing for like <laughs> decades. And now. Keep in mind, I am no uh, 
fossil fuel expert, and I could very well be uh, misremembering some of the details of this. But the point is, however it happened, uh, Bob purchased this property and then like in the first year made all of his money back and keeps making money on this thing for like years into the future. So anyway, just a cool story. Um, and <laughs> one that uh, somebody you can imagine who's lived a life where sort of everything they touch seems to turn to gold. Uh, pretty cool to hear it from that person himself and just see how that plays out in um, you know, how they view their responsibility of just giving and generosity and, you know, realizing that uh, there are many things in this life that are not just because of his direct hard work. Obviously, it's a lot of it, but there's some things that it's just like this dude was just very grateful and wanted to do a lot of good things. So that was a fun story. <laughs> and uh that's all I got for this week. So I hope this episode has inspired you to schedule more visits. If it has, uh, please go leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Um, be on the lookout for all the new stuff coming in 2022. And guys, seriously, all you need to focus on to be successful in this is having at least one meaningful visit every day of the work week. If you do that over the course of several years, you're going to do extraordinarily well. So Focus on keeping a full calendar in 2022. It starts right now, and the only thing stopping you from being able to do that is, are you willing to pick up a phone? Are you willing to send the emails? Are you willing to send the texts? So go do it now. I hope this episode has inspired you to schedule more visits. After all, you're just one visit away from meeting somebody at McDonald's and then Cracker Barrel, and eventually receiving a first-time gift of $25,000.